0: Betches Media presents Betches Moms with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Get ready to lock yourself in the bathroom or wherever else you hide from your kids because you'll literally never be alone
1: again. Hello and welcome to the Betches Mom Podcast. I'm Aileen. And I'm Brittany. And we're here just to catch up. I'm back from maternity leave. We are here together. So what is up, Brittany? How has life been?
0: How has your life been? I miss you so much. Welcome back. I'm so happy to have you back with me. I'm very excited to be back and to be doing these not
1: pre-recorded like crazy before both of us went on maternity leave. That was like the
0: craziest sprint of all time. I know. I don't know if any of you realize this, but we were recording like three times a week to get a backlog of episodes for everyone. For what? While we're going on yet, maternity leave on top
1: of like everything else, which is wild. But we're back and... This is exciting So how, how am I You asked But I asked how you are
0: <laughs> I'm good I mean I feel like I'm finally two months in Finally Like getting into that groove Of um, Turning off the maternity leave uh, Button Getting into my work groove Which is nice um, And you're and the complete opposite. Now you're starting. So what has that been like? I mean your day like this is day three. So This is day three <laughs> for me. Yeah.
1: Monday was day one. It is is I don't really know. I haven't really processed it. I feel like it's been kind of easier because we're working from home.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And I don't know. Like I I, I did log in a few times, like, you know, during maternity leave to see what yeah. was going on. I did a few episodes. It's definitely, like, kind of, it's sometimes hard to concentrate. I think I'm sure people say that, um, especially because my kids, like, the uh, the other room, I can hear her babbling, and I just, like, want, I'm getting FOMO. <laughs> but I don't mind kind of just saying, like, okay, now it's my time to kind of check into work. I have yeah. a hard time at the end of the day, like, where I should be doing more things. I'm like, well, let me just hang out with her. <laughs> yeah. Um... So that's been kind of different, but it, again, it's only day three and yeah. I, th- that also, like I, she doesn't sleep a hundred percent through the night yet. So I'm like tired still. And it's not, it's so I'm not like a hundred percent the same way I was before.
0: Right. How much is she still waking up? So she's, so she's between three, and how many weeks? 15, 15? 15? Almost. She's almost four months, right?
1: Almost 16. <gasps> yeah. Almost four months. For the most part, like last night we had a breakthrough. She slept till 5 a.m., like from seven to five. Like without waking up. I didn't have to go into her room. She's been now one week in her room by herself. I moved her from our our uh, bedroom to her big girl crib.
0: <laughs> that's a wait, that's a really big deal. We should talk about that. So why did you decide to move her and how did that feel? Okay so I had a plan my plan was she started to roll a little
1: bit so I was like okay we have to get her out of the swaddle
0: out of the swaddle so
1: first so and I didn't feel comfortable putting her in her bed in a swaddle in another mm-hmm. room like that was my biggest thing so okay. She, so we took three days to transition into the Merlin suit and I wanted to see if it was good. It's great. The marshmallow man. <laughs> yeah. So we did that in our room for three days and I felt like, okay, this is working. It's great. Oh, also, she, she was napping in her crib. I was having her nap in her crib every, like every single nap for a month before that. And then I'd we'd we'd take the nanit across the hallway into our bedroom <laughs> like every day I'm the still sand I'm not machine. over that. Every day the sound machine and the nanit would like, "Okay, can you move it back and forth every day for a month?" It was worth it because yeah. the transition to the crib not so like it wasn't so bad. Like I I put her in there just to lay, like just to have a wait crib time things like that. But anyway, so 3 days Merlin's suit in the bassinet and I noticed that, uh, like, she could touch the sides, and she's uh, too, too big for it. So we, the well, first night, we did it last Wednesday, and Frosty and I were, like, so anxious. I was really anxious, and I, like, couldn't sleep. And we cracked the door open a little, and, you know, you're supposed to shut the door, but none of that. And then slowly it was kind of got easier. Now we shut the door. She's fine. yeah. I can hear her. Like I wake up in a second. But yeah, so that's been a week, and I wanted to do that before I went to work too. And then during Thanksgiving, we she was just like waking up every like freaking minute, every ten minutes. Oh god! Throughout the night, like and I'm like something's wrong. Maybe I need to feed her because I was trying to like wean her off the thing. Then mm-hmm. it, then I went back to feeding her at, like 4 a.m. And then the last few nights she's just skipped it on her own. That's just amazing. Just sort of pa- skipped, like, slept past it, way past it till five. Mm-hmm. And I'm to I don't want to feed her at five. So when she wakes up at five, what do you do? I go in, give her a pacifier. She falls asleep, go back. She wakes up, go for an hour. <laughs> um, and then, you know, it's just... And then she wakes up at 6.30 and right. it's just
0: life. Right. And I hope eventually she'll not (laughs) so I do I have a sleep consultant that I've used twice for Oliver actually three times for Oliver and I think we now need to contact somebody for Jack because he's been waking up for the past three for the past month actually he's been waking up every single night it was one thirty, and then it moved to like 3.30, and then I got into this really bad habit of giving him a three-ounce bottle because it's the only so only thing that would stop him. Yeah. So like, I, he eats food. Like, he eats, so he drinks four, four, four eight-ounce bottles. He drink he eats a total of like eight ounces of food a day. He doesn't need a three-ounce bottle right. in the middle yeah, of the I night. Yeah, I was feeding her two ounces at, at 4 a.m. Yeah. It wasn't like, yeah. So I'm like It's out of control I am so freaking tired Actually last night He woke up at He didn't He he didn't wake up for the bottle But he woke up at 5 And he just wasn't going back to sleep So I was like And he doesn't take a pacifier He sucks his thumb And he wasn't sucking his thumb Uh So I was like I'm just gonna get up with him And play with him until 6 And I'll give him a bottle at 6 Yeah So that's what we did So we're kind of like In a bad place right now
1: yeah, that sound. It sounds like the same. <laughs> but I didn't. I can't, I can't get up at five. Like it's too. To,
0: I. That's I'm crazy. Exhausted.
1: Yeah. No, that's crazy. Two days ago, she she did the whole thing, like an hour of every ten minutes, from one to two, and but Rusty did. It. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but then she went back to sleep at two, and then. This is a lot, anyway. So I, it's just interesting because it's like they make so much progress
0: in like just oh maybe in a couple nights, and you're just like this is a different schedule now. I have different problems. I know it's <laughs> it's constantly changing. So also the last time we spoke, you were you felt like the whole schedule thing was a big thing to tackle. So the eating or nap napping napping schedule and eating. I think like all of it was. Felt very um. What's the word I'm looking for? But yeah, did you figure it out? And how did all that go? Thanksgiving was a pivotal time for us. <laughs> okay, this is what happened. So I was I'm
1: tr- I was trying to get her to to eat every four hours, like four times every four hours, like you know seven seven eleven
0: three seven.
1: Yeah, and. <laughs> But it, I was I was it was really hard because I, she would like cry and we wouldn't make it past three or three and a half. But then during Thanksgiving, I, she was napping a lot, maybe because she was overstimulated. And so I put her down to nap like a couple t- like twice between two feeds and it worked. It pushed it, it pushed the timeline. And then ever since then. I, like, tried that again a couple times, and it worked. So it was like she ate at 7, naps at, like, 8.30, and then she napped again right before 11.
0: Interesting.
1: And then so I got her to wake up at 11, feed her then, and then it it, it kind of just – she went with that for the next – for she just went with it. And I was, like, amazed that it just sort of happened. I was proud of myself. And the napping thing, like, I really just – Became a little bit less afraid of putting her down for a nap when she was tired. At like one and a half hour wake window max. Like I Mm -hmm. wouldn't even take it to two. And it's kind of helped. I mean, like sometimes it's confusing. Like you sort of have to decide, do I feed them or or nap them? Because it's never like always 100% eat, play, sleep. But Mm -hmm. it's just, you can't be perfect. And I've accepted that. And it is what it is.
0: And like even now what I was saying, like, Jack's been on that 7-Eleven, 7 feeding schedule for, I guess, like two and a half months now, three months. Yeah. And, well, no, I would say like two and a half months. And his napping has been, you know, pretty strict, where it's like 8:30, 12:30. And then he actually just dropped his third nap. He was taking a third nap from four to five. But even today, like he was, he fell asleep in the car on the way to daycare. And he was trying to fall asleep at like seven o'clock because he woke up at five. And I got there, I was, and normally he'll nap like eight thirty nine. I'm like, it's eight. It was actually like ten to eight. I was like, you could put him in the crib, like he's tired. Like put him down for a nap. So it's like, and then like they regulate, and it's like okay to have that one off day. It's going to be fine the next day.
1: It's gonna be fine, right? I'm just really concerned about the nighttime because I really need to sleep. Yeah, and Rusty gets migraines from lack Mm. of sleep, like really bad ones. And um, it gets, I feel really bad for him because he like sees floaters and he can't see. And then at the same time, I'm like, this isn't fair because like that's awful. So that means now I have to take more of the, do a lot more.
0: Yeah, that's really tough.
1: But I mean, the same time it's, I, I will do that. But now I'm starting to get headaches, not migraines and I can see, but it's just, it's it takes a physical toll on you, and it's better than taking an emotional toll, though, because that's what I was experiencing during maternity leave,
0: and I feel a lot better now. So, like, the last time we spoke, we were talking about our our mental health so where is mm-hmm. your state now with that <laughs>
1: i'm unstable <laughs> my mental health i feel like i feel a lot better moving her to work crib changed a lot for me i think it just like a new phase um i have my room back it's my room I think that's for some reason, it just like makes a huge difference. You can lay there, you can turn on, I haven't turned on the TV in my room in like how many months (laughs) and that's my like favorite time. Yeah. (laughs) It's a big deal. (laughs) But it's nice to know that I can. Yeah. And it's just, it's sort of like created a little bit of a healthy separation, which makes me feel, I don't know, it makes me feel a little bit just like more stable, a little healthier yeah, today I'm good. That doesn't mean tomorrow I'll be great, but yeah, I feel a little bit better. Like I, I'm back to work. There's, I, I have the capacity to think about things. Also, I know we're going to talk about this later, but I hired a nanny and that has helped a lot.
0: I'm sure.
1: <laughs> so much like that. was That's like the biggest change because at least I know that there's, you know, I can take, I, there is again, a little bit of a separation. And while, you know, you think you think like oh, I'm longing. I need. I want to see her. And the separation is good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, no. You have that relief too. Like you have your alone time. You have time to like do what you. You could go food shopping if you need to, which is seems like the simplest thing. But I there's even no food in my house right now. I haven't gone food shopping neither. in like too Although long. Although,
1: shadily, the Amazon Fresh Direct, whatever it's called, Fre- not Fresh Direct, but Fresh the yeah. delivery. Is great. It is I know. I do that so all the time.
0: Cheap. I know. I do it all the time. 50 cents banana. I don't know, just, Except I'm just, like I'm the person that likes to do the Whole Foods delivery on it. Because I'm like, they don't have like, I that do that. that want. But
1: then the other one was like, they actually have a lot of name brand stuff that Whole Foods doesn't have. And I was like, and it's way cheaper.
0: I know. I need to go back. I need to. Just try I, it. Yeah. I've only done it a yeah. couple
1: times. But try it. Because they do have a lot of the Whole Foods stuff.
0: There was like at a time when I was dairy free. There was a specific yogurt. I was eating the Coco June coconut yogurt, and Uh the Amazon Fresh didn't sell it so specific, but that on only the Whole Foods delivery sold it. So I'm like, I have to do the Whole Foods delivery. Yeah. No. Well.
1: Yeah. Now they. Are you wait? So last time when we also talked, you were still breastfeeding, were you not? Yeah.
0: I'm not breastfeeding. And it was Is that can I say congratulations Yeah yeah you can Okay. I feel (laughs) amazing Thank you I was having like really really Low points the last time we spoke about This like when I was breastfeeding I was having very very low Points Um, you know my Hormones didn't balance Out right yet So I was just I didn't really know what I was going to Feel like at specific points of the day And ever since I stopped and What's interesting it wasn't like I didn't know it was my last pump because I honestly started getting like very little. So I was just like, let me, I like was pushing it off. I was like, I don't feel like pumping. And then I kept being yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna give myself mastitis. And then I pumped like once. And then the next day I pumped once. And the next time I'm like, I'm not gonna pump today. And then I pumped again the day after. And then it was just kind of, I like stopped pumping one day. And I was like, I think I'm okay. Like I, I don't need to pump. But like when I did it, the last time i didn't know it was last time and i almost feel like that was better because Mm -hmm. i just kind of like let myself let go of it yeah and um i feel so much better my hormones definitely regulated i got my period so like i know that everything's working and like i'm just letting you know the first period is not i don't know if this is tmi but i still didn't get mine yet I didn't get mine after Oliver until, (laughs) oh, dude, I thought I was pregnant. I went to the, I went to the gynecologist
1: and he told me,
0: no, like I really went to the gynecologist. Couldn't you just take a pregnancy test? Well, so I was, I was crampy for like a month and this was after I had stopped breastfeeding and I was like, oh, I'm getting my period, I'm getting my period and um, I went to, I also was feeling like uncomfortable, like something wasn't right. So I don't know if it's like TMI. Like went to the gyno, like had to go on some antibiotics, and uh-huh. he also did an internal ultrasound. And he was like, "Oh, you're like soup, like you're getting your period literally tomorrow. Like you're getting it any day." He's oh, like, wow. "He's like here are your eggs, like blah blah blah." Like basically, I was like my most fertile day, and no tmi no and i had sex the night before and <laughs> yeah. also my mom's downstairs right now and I hope she's not listening. <laughs> um and i'm like okay cool and then i didn't get my period for two weeks after that after oh i went to after the doctor he said he was, you're gonna get it the next day right yes so he called me to tell me like something about my culture and i was like hey um Is it possible that I'm pregnant? He's like, it would have been too soon to tell. Like, you definitely could be. I was like, okay, cool. And then I ended up getting my period like the next day.
1: Oh my God,
0: that's highly dramatic. (laughs) I was like, I didn't tell Noah because he would be flipping the fuck out. I was unwell. I was literally like calculating the birth date. I was like, okay, so I'm going to have a baby like at Jack's first birthday. Cool.
1: Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. No. How, so how long did, you, did it take for you to get your period after
0: you Jack was born? Um, I got it a month ago. So like five months. But I stopped oh, okay. breastfeeding at like... So uh, So how long after you stopped breastfeeding? Like f- four... Like it took a month, I think. Because I think I stopped at four months. Four and a half ish months. So it took about a month to get it back, which was way quicker than I got it with Oliver. Oh, so how long did that take? I didn't get my period after Oliver uh, one, until he was like a year. Until he was a year. And I stopped breastfeeding when he was nine months. Oh, okay. So I still have time. You have time. And like everybody's different. Like Everybody's different. Okay. I mean, you're you're there's right. difference between pregnancies and everybody is different. Right, so it's right, like right, hard. Right. You can't like whatever. But I will say. I shouldn't rush to take a pregnancy test. <laughs> no, like you're fine. I mean, you can take pregnancy <laughs> test if you want, but like you're fine. Um, you but I, I can't um, stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we talk about that? Like, how fun is it now to just like you can drink whatever you want? I know.
1: Doesn't it weird like to talk about breastfeeding? if Doesn't it feel like wild to be in a comp- like it's just a completely different state of mind, like to be obsessive about or not obsessive, but like your whole world feels like it revolves around it. Yeah. And then being on the other side of it, it doesn't. Like, it just feels like a distant past. Like, when you said the word pumping, I was
0: like, pumping, oh, my God. I know. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know. And, like, I, everybody, like, whoever is still pumping and nursing, like, I give it to you. Like, power to you. Like, you do you. That's amazing. But the world of difference that it feels to, like, not be attached literally and figuratively.
1: It's such like us. It's truly a sacrifice Mm -hmm. to your, I mean, and and that's why people do it for so long. They are doing it for their baby. Um, And it is truly a sacrifice of your own freedom and life and schedule. And Mm -hmm. so definitely power to you women who are still doing it.
0: We want to talk about things that we plan to do, and especially you, Aileen, because as a first-time mom, like things that we plan to do as mothers before our child was born, and how, like, when it actually happened, Mm -hmm. what did we end up doing? So, the number one thing that we had a whole episode on child care. So, what did you say you were going to do, and now (laughs) what child care did you go with? Um, I, during pregnancy, I signed up for a daycare (laughs) and,
1: um, (laughs) after (laughs) I hired an nanny. (laughs) but not knocking daycare. I still really want to do it in the future. Yeah. But I just like, wasn't ready. Like I just, I I was being honest with myself. I'm like, I'm not ready to drop her off somewhere. I'm going to be home. It's going to be a nice transition to have someone here with her and it gives me some space, but still I'm here. This is my first child. I don't need to be, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need to do anything that I can't, that I don't necessarily want to do. Right. Yeah. And, um, I didn't really beat myself up for making that change and it was very liberating. And I, thanks to you, I found a great nanny. And so Brittany, just catch, I was starting to look for an nanny like I made so many notes about like all the questions and I called a couple women and it was starting to become sort of like a scary process because like I spoke to one woman who like totally bait and switched me on the call she was Oi. like I I was like interviewing her and then she interviewed me <laughs> at the end it was like she's like I'll let you know <laughs> Yeah, I have a lot of demand, and I'll let you know if I'm going to give you the references. And this is what I expect. And I was like, whoa, 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 lady. (gasps) So I – and I didn't – you know, there's a lot of nannies out there who, like, kind of just sort of take over, you know, in in the household. And I kind of wanted it more of, like, a – I didn't want that dynamic.
0: No. You have to find the right person for you.
1: Yeah. You have to find the right person for you, your family, your family dynamic, who's going to take care of your child the best. And um, you were just like, hey, are you still looking for a nanny? You're my my sister-in-law has a great one and she's looking to go to take care. I was like, yeah. And she's in the other room.
0: <laughs> she's so rest, sweet. I had only met her once, but she was so, so sweet. And I had a feeling you'd like her.
1: Yeah, she's so sweet. Like, just, And it's it's makes like it, it makes me feel secure like it's such an important like the daycare is so important um not the sorry not the daycare the child care is so important and I'm lucky I feel lucky that I you know you this all happened it felt very lucky to me like rather yeah. than you know
0: and so thank you so much yeah I'm so glad that it worked out because it helped my sister-in-law out it helped yeah. your daddy out it helped you out it helped everyone out Right. It really did. It was great. Yeah. And, like, just pff, let's take a moment to praise
1: anybody who's a child care professional. Oh, yes. They make the world go round. Literally. Um, I don't think that that's, like, talked about enough. Like, I saw someone posted, I think maybe it was Amy Schumer who posted about, like, how thankful she is for her na- child care. Like, even just Nanny, like, just... They make women going to work and in the workforce uh, possible, and mm-hmm. just it's it's an amazing thing. But so that's where we're at. And um, yeah. So how about how about you in terms of daycare? And I know you re- you just posted a TikTok, no, a reel, yeah. about how Oliver has been home for a majority. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of the month. So my kids, oh God. They've been alternating days home. Um with all with COVID, it's hard because, you know, any sight of a runny nose or a cough, the schools don't want the kids there. Understandably so. They've definitely become a little bit more lenient. They're like, okay, like kids get colds. Like you can't stop yeah. that. But now just like everywhere, not even not even just my child's daycare. I feel like everybody I speak to that have their kids in some type of school setting, there's just tons of different viruses and colds going around and they're all bouncing it back and forth to each other. So Jack was, I I swear to you, I've been to the doctor two times a week, every week for the past four weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's out of, and I'm go. I have to go again I was there, I'll be there three times this week. It's crazy. So Jack was home and then Oliver was home. Then they were home together. And this week, Oliver had a fever on Sunday. So he's been home and we found out he had an ear infection. So finally, oh, he'll fun. be going back tomorrow. Um, but it's just, you know, luckily my mom came over yesterday and today for a little bit to help out. And he's definitely like way more chill, like than he used to be because he's able Like he also wasn't feeling well. So he was totally fine just sitting there with his iPad and whatever. But it's just daycare is difficult. Like I like on the caption I put in that reel, I'm paying for full time care and I'm getting part time care. Yeah. Like it literally is part time care. And if I were in your position, if I was having my first child during the pandemic, I probably would have opted for a nanny as well being mm-hmm. home because I had said on the podcast in our child care episode I didn't like having a nanny I didn't like that there was one person that was in charge of my child that I didn't yeah. really know but that was also I was commuting into the city at that point I wasn't home right. right so I think it's completely different like you're transitioning into knowing this person you're there so that by the time you do have to commute and leave, you know your nanny well enough and feel comfortable enough leaving Mila with her. Where, like, I didn't have that. Where, if I feel like if I had that, I probably would have gone that route too. Yeah. Because, um, like, especially now, it, like, you know, Oliver's older. He's going to be in school anyway. He's going to be in nursery, pre K anyway. So he's going to school. So, financially, it doesn't make sense for us to ha- now have a nanny for Jack and to send Oliver daycare. That's silly. So, Jack is going to daycare. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, I'm very happy there. I love our daycare. I love Jack's teachers. They're yeah. like one of his, like the head teacher is like this grandma who she's just like so so sweet and so loving, and mm-hmm. I'm just I'm so happy there. And um, but the oh, whole good. sickness but thing just, has been like it's just hard with this the way that they send
1: people. Like yeah, it's really difficult. Uh, because then you, you can't work. Like there's no, it's so it's, hard.
0: Yeah, it's hard. It's, you know, then like Noah and I are sitting there. It's like the, the beginning of COVID trauma where we're working our schedules around know, each other. Yeah. It's like, okay, you have meeting at this time and he naps at this time and blah, 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 whatever, you know, you make it work. Um, we've had some practice at this point, but it's, it's tough.
1: Mm-hmm it is tough. I'm sorry that that's happening. I'm sure that that's like across the board. So many take cares, especially with COVID. Okay. Let's go to another plan versus reality. Um, how did we plan? We wanted to sort of feel for about our bodies post-pregnancy versus how is it actually going? <laughs> I think that's a big one. That's a big one for me. Um, how about you?
0: You go first. <laughs> So it's interesting because I had a very, very different experience, my first pregnancy. My first pregnancy with Oliver, I didn't gain a lot of weight and I lost weight, I think in the first month of, mm-hmm. and I mean like I I was, I weighed less than I did my pre-pregnancy body. So <laughs> I, I don't know, it was this weird. a magic pill. <laughs> No, I don't know. And I think about that all the time. I'm like, what was I doing? Like, and I felt, I really felt great. I felt like I looked great. I was like, it's nursing. I'm burning all these calories. And then I expect, and I didn't really have that many stretch marks. Like, honestly, I was like, I'm good. And yeah. I mean, it took a minute. Like, I definitely, I've spoken about, like, I had that, like, shelf stomach situation happening. But I I would say it, like, um, kind of, like, molded back pretty rather quickly, um, okay. so when I had Jack, I expected the same thing to happen, mm-hmm. and but boy was I wrong. So okay. I, I probably, I didn't, again, I didn't gain that much with Jack, but I did not lose an ounce of weight since I've had him. And I feel like I'm only getting bigger. I feel like my stretch marks are getting worse. Like I just feel bloated and disgusting all the time. And I know that's like so horrible to say about myself. And just like, you know, I'm supposed it's to love my feel, body. And like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's how I feel. And like i like, it's like really hard. And like we we just recorded with Burst Papaya, uh, Sarah Nicole Landry. And um we were talking about this. And like it's hard to you know get undressed in front of my husband and like mm-hmm. I just feel like I just don't feel like myself like I can't wear jeans I can't I feel disgusting in everything that I wear like I'm just totally not at a point where I'm happy with how I look and at the same time I don't feel like I'm making an effort like I my eating is I mean I'm not like the worst eater but like haven't really changed that i haven't been working out so i'm almost like mad at myself i'm like well you're doing this to yourself so it is what it is that you're putting pressure on
1: yourself and it's not helping
0: yeah so it's a lot that i feel like i never felt before so it's definitely very interesting to go through
1: okay so so what do you do you think that there was like something different or do you think it's just like it's a couple years later and it's a different baby or like do you think it's just it's,
0: it is what it is I don't know I guess I'm older I'm old now I'm not that old I'm 33 but <laughs> <You're not that laughs> I don't old. know I mean am
1: I turning 33 too oh my god I you're tra- I
0: yeah you're turning 33 um <gasps> yeah so like I'm oh not that old. I don't know like I guess maybe like uh, it's Did did any right in did anybody else did this happen your second pregnancy? It like wasn't as easy or was it easier second pregnancy? Like I'm very curious about this, but I do need to get to a place where I just need to start, you know, I'm feeling a little bit better about myself with like the hormones balancing out. I need to start working out eating better and like seeing what happens and not because I feel like the pressure from society just because I like personally don't feel right and I want to do that.
1: It's, you know, it's interesting because like, you know, I'm on the podcast diet starts tomorrow and yes. I've done so much like to talk about diet culture and like this, you know, you talking about how you feel disgusting, you know, is it because of the, like, you're just, it's, you're not used to looking that way or is it, this, ha- are we having trouble embracing our new bodies because of like this ingrained message that just uh, bigger bodies aren't, aren't cute. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, but that said, knowing having done all of that work in my mind, like I've done a lot, Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, I would have a different mindset, but I can't help, but also kind of feeling that same way. It was just like, I think that, um, eating like intuitively during my pregnancy was great. Like I didn't have You know, I didn't have wild cravings. I wasn't, you know, like, all I could eat was ice cream, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I was just, I felt like it was like no drama around food. And I was so happy. And I think it's because I did a lot of like work to allow myself to eat like that. Right. And so I didn't, I, I gained like sort of the minimum amount of weight. And, but now on the other end of it, it's so wild that like you know, you go from having a baby in there and everybody and you can't help but like kind of go by like what people say, like you get all these compliments for being so having this bump and then all of a sudden there's no baby in there and you kind of look the same. And now you're just kind of like are in a bigger body, but there's no baby. So now there's all this pressure like, oh, you must look like you did before. And I'm not really putting that pressure on myself because of, again, like pleasing others Mm -hmm. but it's also like I thought maybe because I did all this work that it would kind of go back down sort of like the expectation versus reality like and it's not so and being a small like short person I'm five feet tall like in three and three quarters five (laughs) (laughs) it's you know 30 pounds on a five foot person versus five foot six is completely different. Mm-hmm. So having like, let's say 15, even not 15 pounds on me is different mm-hmm. and so much harder to lose than not being my height. And I have a, a friend around the block who was talking about this, like, it's just kind of like, yeah, I have to eat so much fucking less. <laughs> yeah, And it's just kind of like a little, it's like, I think that part is also really challenging. Um, because I'm seeing that it's kind of like not really possible to like lose weight without paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. And I've tried really hard to, to, to never go on a diet again. (laughs) And yet here I am (laughs) thinking about how to lose weight in a way that that like doesn't really trigger any type of disordered eating habits, but I don't know what to do.
0: (laughs) So do you feel conflicted because you've worked so hard to kind of Get rid of the, this notion of dieting And you know, do all this intuitive eating And now you're kind of going back to me like Well, I have to do this But you're like Wait, no, but I can't do this Because it's not yes. right I'm, I'm feeling so conflicted I'm feeling so conflicted But at the end of the day I'm just kind of like
1: I want to unpack why I feel this way mm-hmm. You know Like in Sa- in uh, Sarah's episode Birds of Pie episode, episode She made like one point That really stuck out to me And it was that like Nothing really else has changed in terms of like, yeah, you have this baby, yeah, that's changed. But the people yeah. around you are the same. The people around you still love you the same. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no, there's no, so what? what is it that is, why is it that we're feeling so disproportionate? Mm-hmm. You know, like you using the word disgusting to me is like, you know, like that to me is, it's not proportionate to at all. To like, is it okay? So we gained some weight, we had a baby, you know? Yeah. And yeah, it's not going away, but maybe it'll take a little bit longer time. But in, yeah. inside of our minds, it doesn't feel like that. It
0: feels so no. much more dramatic. It feels you know? so dramatic. It's like, it literally feels like the end of the world almost. Like, you can't, because you can't change it. Like, you can change it, but you can't change it overnight. And it's like a whole other project to take on. And you don't even yes. know what the result will be. Yes, yes.
1: So it's so fucking it's so fucking
0: <laughs> It really it's so is so
1: frustrating. And I was also talking to my friend about, you know, how our bodies just physically do change. Like your my rib my waist is a bit wider, you know. My mm-hmm. I used to be like, oh I love my my you know smaller waist and it's just wider mm-hmm. these days and I have to learn to sort of love it because it's my bones. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, and It's so it's it's a thing to try to figure out, but I'm the thing is that we're not alone, and we just had a baby, so we have to give ourselves kind of grace in that area. We do because I think we're the only ones putting this pressure on ourselves. But even just even all of the like moving aside, I do feel like there is this like sort of feeling that our partners, you know, want. In our heads, we're like, they didn't sign up for this version of me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then again, if they were to gain a lot of weight or they were, something else were to happen where they look different, we would still love them. Nothing would change. Right. So that, that, I keep that in my head. Yeah. Too. And we gave
0: them a human. True. Like, you would have be nowhere without me. <laughs> right? <laughs> Screw your Peloton. <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, man.
0: Let's turn it to something a little bit lighter, which is actually like a question I feel like we get a lot is um, nursery items we thought we needed and then we ended up using the most. Okay, you first. I need to think. I feel like for me it's different because I did it already, so I knew what I was going to use. Yeah, right. What about the first time though? I said this in an episode already that I didn't have the the sterilizer the first time around. Yes,
1: the sterilizer. And I didn't think
0: it was necessary. And it's literally, it's still, it's amazing. I think that's like the number one thing. It dries everything. I think that's what makes it best. It dries everything.
1: It is great. I agree with you on that. I bought a bunch of these like other types of bottles, bottles that have like wide necks. Mm-hmm. I did not use one of them. I mm-hmm. used like literally the Spectra uh, in the beginning, the Spectra bottle. And I oh, got you like did? Un- a MAM nipple. Sucker. Interesting. What, what are they called? Are they called the nipples? M- yeah, nipples. The nipple tops of the bottle is called nipples. Yeah, a nipple. it's a nipple. It's <laughs> <laughs> not an actual nipple. <laughs> it's a okay, nipple. I bought the I bought the Mam bottle nipples, and because um, I saw on the Formula Mom Instagram like which ones actually are most like a mom's breast, mm-hmm. and it was not the wide neck. Mm-mm. And yeah, we've just been using those all the time. I, I you stick them into a like a Spectrum one, but now she eats more than five ounces, so I bought the Mam bottles to go with the nipples.
0: But I got this. There are so many parts to these large ounce bottles. I know, so I use the um, I use the Doctor Brown bottles, and I use I those, some of those, yeah, yeah, and I use them with Oliver too. I use the wide neck ones because those nipples are actually are the wide neck ones that are also recommended um, on, t- I, on top of the ones that you're using. Because I saw that post also, and actually, I liked um, these Doctor Brown though wide neck nipples changed from when i use them with oliver like they're more like a regular nipple now than they were like instead of those like really wide they're wide they're wider than the regular dr brown they're they're the dr brown's wide neck it's not like okay. the big the big ones i don't want to say them because yeah. like i don't want to knock any brand but like it's not the yeah. big big round ones but those are the ones i use and like there's so i mean i also use those i use those from three ounces although like i only use dr brown's yeah. and the parts are so effing annoying so many
1: parts there's like 700 parts per model it's so annoying i know so yeah that's i you know what else i didn't really use my crib <laughs> or <laughs> the chair that much
0: interesting
1: we were doing everything in our room yeah so the only thing in her nursery we used was
0: the dresser and the top obviously changing top So it's interesting that you say you didn't really use your chair because I didn't either in the beginning of um, with either of my kids. And I found that it came more in handy when I was doing a regulated bedtime. Now I use it every single night because when I put Jack to sleep, I give him his last bottle in the chair. And with Oliver up until I moved the nursery furniture into Jack's room and Mm -hmm. got Oliver new furniture, I was using that chair to sit. With Oliver reading him books every single night. So you will yeah. get more use out of the chair, but like I didn't use it at all, like the first three months of both of my kids' life.
1: Right, exactly. And you're like rushing to get this item to put in yeah. the nursery. And unless you're, I think it's really just depends where your kid is sleeping at the end of the day, because now yeah. that she's sleeping in the crib, I use the chair. That's where we get, give her the last bottle, mm-hmm. it's where we kind of just chill I give her her
0: philosophy. She not holds a love she doesn't sleep loving. with it
1: but she holds it Oh, no. That
0: literally when they mm-hmm. hold onto it It's oh the sweetest God. With the little chubby fingers <laughs> Ever I can't even take it Now So I give Jack I have like a teether <gasps> for him And he It's a pretzel Like he's eating a sandwich He like holds it It's a pretzel shaped <laughs> teether, And he uh-huh. just like sits in his car seat When I'm like driving to daycare And he chews on it And it's literally like I can't even take it It's the cutest thing ever That's so cute The little fi- fingers are just I can't Just so precious I can't take it and also, another thing is um, the yard. What's that? Like the, the pack and play. I used it being in a house. I used it because I kept it on my second floor to have a changing table. And so I didn't have to go up and down the stairs to Jack's room but I rushed to get it from my registry when I had Oliver in an apartment and I literally didn't use it until he was Mm -hmm. 18 months old and we went on a vacation and I needed to use it.
1: Mm -hmm. I I haven't pulled out my pack and play yet.
0: Yeah, like when I had it
1: forever. The thing that I have um, used was that I highly recommend if you don't have is the bouncer, the Baby Bjorn bouncer. Oh, it's the best thing. It uh, that's where she's starting to now kind of like not really like it. She's like squirming out of it a little bit sometimes, um, and now she bounces hardcore. <laughs> like <laughs> wait, she bounces in it like she actually pushes she herself can, back. Yeah, because yeah, like they can bounce themselves because she's so funny. Out. But I mean, obviously, the first like couple weeks she's too small, but when they fit, like I, that's just where she kind of plops, and yeah. you, know, you can read them books in there. You can like it's the best Learn to play with the little toys in there.
0: So oh, yeah, that was a great I love the Bjorn. I I he's, I still put him in it and he's 6 yeah. months old. I I actually recently sent this to you. This isn't something that you need right away, but the Fisher-Price the sit me up <laughs> chair. You I could probably it. start to put her in it at 4 months. Her neck still like uh, No, but it's not it goes it like whole it's it's not like the bumbo. They like are deep in it. Bumbo so, like, try it. See see if she's strong enough to sit in it yet. Yeah, maybe she is, maybe she isn't. But I started putting both my kids in it at four months. And it's okay. like this assisted seat. And I actually feed Jack in it still. Because it's just, I find it easier to, like, put on top of the table and feed him in it. The Fisher-Price sit-me-up is literally the unsung hero. Do you
1: have any trouble getting him out of it?
0: Of the Fisher-Price seat? Yeah. It's a little, like, annoying sometimes. But it's, like, not like anything else.
1: Yeah. That was the only, uh, but I have it. I set it up and everything. It's ready to be pulled out of the basement. One more item that I didn't expect I needed. I bought it way later, and I really like it. It's like, oh, you know, y- you register for all these like wooden things that are all like like light colored to go yeah. to your home. Uh huh. No, <laughs> I bought uh-huh. like the also the Fisher Price like pink, colorful little play like play kick gym. And play? yeah with the little piano, and she's sitting there talking to the toys. Like I think she has arguments with them. I have a video of her like <laughs> yelling at the little lion and monkey like and um and it, when I put it away, she stops she and then I put it back. she starts talking to it again. It's <laughs> so funny. It's like her friends, like they're in discord. I just i I don't know what they're talking about clearly, but it's it's a very like the other day she was I, I was I think I was recording a podcast and I just hear like intense like baby noises and I like text her nanny because I'm like still recording I'm like Is she okay she's like I think she's found her voice
0: <laughs> it's so cute <laughs>
1: she's like just talking so intensely to these little toys I'm just like do you not like them <laughs> I don't know it's really it's funny really funny really funny so. And it actually takes up a lot less room than the wooden uh-huh. sit.
0: Yeah. The Fisher-Price kick-and-play piano were fan favorites in this house and we still have it out. The there's like a the crinkly um, toy on it the that has panda. the black... Yeah, that's Jack's favorite toy. We have to like put it onto his car seat. Like we have to bring it with oh, us. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Oh,
1: I have another one. Wait, did I... I think we talked about this. The little mob- mobile... It's like... Twelve dollars or something on Amazon. It's just no. paper, and you. It's just like little. It's like a, a little mobile. It's do you say, okay. Do you say mobile
0: or mobile? I think mobile. Mobile. <laughs> no, mobile. 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 Now it's weird. Now it's weird. <laughs> now it's weird. Now we won't say it. We won't say
1: it. That thing. It's like made of paper. It on one side of the little wheels. It's like black and white, and the other side is little colors. And you, I clip it onto her car seat, her stroller. And it's great. I've seen it before. I've seen that before, but I never had it. It's great. Great. Stares at it like nonstop when we're like can't stop staring. And it's just colors like little. But it's it's awesome. And I didn't know somebody gifted it to me I'm like, what is this? And then <laughs> I it's just always just the to random toys. Once. Yes. Random. But anyway, that's that that those are all my product recs. I feel like we have so many more things. We had so much more on our outline today. Like we wanted to talk about our like the 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 plan versus reality with the dogs too. Mm -hmm. That was a big thing. We even had a dear Betcha's mom's email. So let's save it for another episode. Yeah. So that is it for today's episode of. Betcha's Moms Podcast. Guys, don't forget to just write us a little review if you really like this show. We work really hard on it and we would really love it if you could just like write if you like it. Well, please write only if you like it. (laughs) (laughs) Other reviews of Apple um, podcasts and, you know, just click subscribe if you don't already. And it would be amazing if you could post post it on your story, share it with a friend. Now everybody has links. Everybody can swipe up these days. There's no elitist 10K BS anymore. (laughs) And so just share it with a friend. It would mean the world to us and follow us. Why not? At Betcha's Moms, I'm Eddie Lean. And remember, there are no rules on this podcast. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a
0: cool mom, right, Regina? Please stop talking.